Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Shred Show Live, where we bring you industry professionals, entrepreneurs, and the best of the best from around the world who are willing to share how they shred, the strategies, the techniques, and the actionable items that you need in your business to go out and dominate. Join us as we shred, show up, hustle, repeat every day. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome the lovely and the talented Val Miller. What's up, Val? Good to have you this morning. What's up, Josh? Thanks for having me on today. I'm excited. I'm excited to have you on the show just because, I mean, again, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard of Val before, she has a great run in our industry. She was previously with the incredible group AIM, and now she's with the Art of Homeownership. And Val, you have just a knowledge and an expertise when it comes to marketing and really marketing yourself, really being able to create content in a way that's not just creating content just to throw out content. We we live in a noisy world, especially within social media, and you have to find ways to separate yourselves from the masses. You have to stand out from the crowd, and there's definitely a difference in crea- just creating content to create content and then creating content that creates value value. And that's something you guys teach a lot at the art of homeownership. So let's, before we get into all that fun stuff, just tell us a little bit about Val Miller in particular. Tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into marketing, why you enjoy it so much. Yeah. So I went to school for marketing. Um, I wasn't one of those people that didn't know what they wanted to do with their lives. I, <laughs> I knew from the beginning, like it was my passion and I loved it. Um, so when I graduated, I, I worked for a marketing firm for a few months Um, And then I eventually got into AIM and that was awesome because I finally got into the mortgage industry. Um, So I was over there for a little less than a year. And again, like just creating that value, that's my biggest thing when it comes to marketing. So, but at my time at AIM, I got to really learn about the industry and it's something that I never thought I would get into, but I love it so much. So I'm glad to be over at Art of Homeownership now. Um, kind of taking my expertise that I learned and applying it there. So I'm super excited. It's It's been fun so far. Well, I'm excited for you to kind of get, again, you got your feet wet in at AIM in the mortgage industry. Yep. And I think as most of us, you know, whether coming from a marketing background as well, before I got into the mortgage industry, now I've been in it for, you know, 12 years. I never expected to kind of start there, but now it's transitioned. And the world of mortgage just encompasses so much from fintech to finance, real estate. There's just so much that is kind of in within our industry and it opens all kinds of doors. And I'm excited. You're, you're one of those who's kind of just getting started in the industry. You're the new blood, as I like to say. You're the yeah. ones that we, you're going to be the ones running our industry here in a few years. So I'm excited to, to have some, again, some some new faces, some some new ideas, some some new thoughts and processes coming into the industry. So the art of homeownership, when you join the art of homeownership, again, we've had them on the show. We love talking about what they do just because it's so unique and so different. So when it comes to creating content, because I really want to dive into this a little bit more, we shouldn't be, especially from a personal branding side, when we're creating our brand, we're creating relationships, we shouldn't just be creating content to create content, right? Yeah, Absolutely. So where do we actually go? How do, how do we not just create content? How are we creating value? How is the art of homeownership helping originators especially create value and not just create content? Right. I love that question, first of all. Um, I think step number one is identifying who you're trying to target, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a big mistake in any industry when it comes to marketing is just putting content out there without actually planning and strategizing, who am I trying to target? Why am I marketing? You know, why am I existence? Um, so I think that's your that's your step one. And then after that, you have to really 
put yourself in your target audience's shoes and say, what are they struggling with? What do they want to know? Because a lot of the time, I think consumers, like if we're talking about the mortgage industry, consumers aren't going onto social media saying, I want to learn more about mortgage. No one's doing that. No but, one's doing that. <laughs> but they they need to know. They need to be educated about it. So if they see something and they start to learn about it, then they're going to understand it more. And if they're if you are the the source that they're learning all this from, they're going to trust you. And then they're going to come back to you when they have more questions. So that's the goal. I mean, again, like you want to create value instead of just pushing out content and promoting yourself. Sure. Um, I think it's it's great to put up pictures when you have a happy family that you've just closed a loan with. And it's, it's a success story. People like to see that. But that's also not creating value. So you have to make sure that you're mixing in good content that's educating your consumers as well. Oh, I love the education. We, we hear that word a lot. You have to be able to educate them. You have to know your craft well enough to, again, bring that value that we're discussing. Because yeah. if, you, if you don't, but, but there is something, even if you're the most well-educated person in our industry, and I know these people in particular, they are very, very like, they know the industry inside and out. They know guidelines, they know products. Uh, that's all great. That's fine and dandy. But at the same time, you still have to be able to create content that's captivating and, and, catches the attention of your audience. If you're just yeah. out there spitting, you know, product knowledge left and right, that's not really going to create, you know, connect with your audience, right? Yeah. Right. You have to put it into kind of layman's terms and explain it to them. Because again, like, you know, when I came into the mortgage industry, I had to Google search everything that I heard because <laughs> I didn't know any of this stuff. So that's the thing. No one else is going to do that. Consumers sitting at home aren't going to go Google what you're putting on social media. Right. You have to translate that for them so that they're understanding what you're putting on on social media. Okay. I've got to ask now, did you even know what a broker was when you came into the industry? Did you know what a broker was at all? I didn't know the difference between a broker and a loan officer or you know wholesale retail, but now I do. <laughs> and now I was saying, now you do definitely working yeah. for the, the aim side, but that's just it is now you've come in, you've learned, you've got yourself educated and now you can like go and talk about it. You can help people yeah. within the space actually become better at what they're doing. So let's specifically talk a little bit about the art of homeownership because the art of homeownership, again, we we've talked, we've had Zach, we've had incredible, we've had Danny, we have Ryan, we've had some other people who are involved or who are using the platform and they've talked about how great a platform and how it's helping them, but really share with us when it comes to this conversation in particular marketing, because I think some people get lost. They get sometimes they run into a speed bump. They can't overcome certain obstacles, but the art of homeownership really when it comes to marketing, marketing and putting out content is really there to help them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's what I love about art of homeownership. It is creating value for these people. That's, you know, we're creating value for our partners by giving them this tool to provide to their clients and the consumers are then being educated through them. So we're kind of, you know, positioning them as the experts because they are. They are the experts. Um so it's really just a great tool for the consumers to know the ins and outs of their home and be, you know, Ryan always says it, you don't just want to be a homeowner, you want to just really understand and be educated and know everything about your home, not just live in it. That's see, and that's that's valuable because that, yeah. that's just it. We talk about this journey of homeownership and the American dream that is homeownership. And it's funny because as mortgage professionals, we think the you know the the journey or that American dream is getting the financing for it. That's not it. Like nobody wants a mortgage on a house. Like nobody at all. They right. want a home, and then they want to talk about the value it creates. You know the the roof, it, the the protection it provides for their family. There's so much more that that home, the the 
the goal of home ownership provides for us. And discussing those points, again, yes, of course, when it comes to financing, knowing your options, knowing what how to leverage, you know, equity within your home or knowing, you know, knowing those things, of course, is valuable, yeah. but also knowing really what a home means to a person, understanding that as a professional is absolutely critical in my opinion. And that's something you guys talk a lot about at the home art of home ownership. Yeah, exactly. And something that we're just rolling out now, which is exciting, especially for me, because again, like I love this, the marketing and putting out content, um, we're starting to actually generate content for our partners. Hmm. So for them to attract those clients, because the end goal is to get as many consumers on the art of home ownership as possible for and sure. to be providing this value. So what we're giving our partners now is this content that kind of gives consumers a little bit of a gut check when they see it. So if someone's not signed up, it's like, do you have a, a mortgage professional in your life that's adding this value to you? And if they're saying no, it's like, why don't I? Like, I'm going to reach out to this person then and, and kind of ask them, like, where can I get this value? And that's where they see, you know, there's a few people in the industry that have said it. The people that are winning long term are the, the mortgage professionals who are losing on deals and still adding those consumers to these platforms. So that's like a huge opportunity. If you three years down the road when they're looking to refinance, if they've been getting all this content from you during that time, you're going to be the one that they go back to, not the the loan officer that never followed up with them after closing the deal. A hundred percent valid. What you were talking about right now is something we talk about so frequently, and it's absolutely so brilliant because we all know the Super Bowl is this weekend. We all know that you're going to have one company in particular. I'm not going to mention there are actually a couple companies in particular that are going to be throwing out Super Bowl ads. They're yep. going to be pounding the Super Bowl. Here's the thing that you want and why our conversation is so relevant is if you are putting out valuable content every single day, as much as you possibly can, when these consumers see this Super Bowl ad, whether or not they have had a personal conversation, hopefully they have had a conversation. And I know, Val, that's a whole other side of the art of homeownership that really keeps you in contact with your clients. But when they see these commercials on Super Bowl Sunday of the Rockets or whatever's going on, they're going to think of Val Miller. They're not even going to, they're not going to give a damn about Rockets. They're going to give a damn about Val. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, that's right. I saw Val's, you know, post last week about how to get more value out of my home. And I like the value of home ownership. Yeah. This is why marketing, this is why creating a brand is absolutely essential in these days. Right? Right. Yeah. And personal brand, it's, it's so funny because now when you're getting into a career, really, so a lot of these mortgage professionals, they're creating their own personal brands, but it's almost like an extension of their business, right? Because you have to be, if you're trying to be someone that you're not in your business, it's going to come off as disingenuous, right? No one's going to, no one's going to buy it. They want to know who you are and your morals and your values. And that's when you make that connection. That's when consumers really buy into the whole process. Exactly. That's what they buy into. Not even just the price. They buy into you. They buy into yeah. that. They want to connect. Human nature is we want to connect with people. We want to have those relationships. We want to. We want to have that connection with Val. We want to have the connection with Josh because, again, we truly. For the most part, I mean, 99.9% of the world doesn't care about the best products. They don't care about the best rates. They care about connecting with you, connecting with me, having that relationship. And, and ultimately, at, in, my, at, in my entire career as a mortgage professional, relationship trumps product 99.9% .9 of the time. It's so funny that you say that, Josh, because I have been reading and posting about this. Um, there's articles all over the place now about consumer experience. And 
the one that I just read, it was just last week and I posted about it. It said a consumer is willing to pay up to 17% more just because of a good customer experience. So yeah. especially like this is a 2021 trend is what they're calling it, but it's not going to stop after that. Um, you know, you have to be providing that good customer experience and you don't have to be the lowest rate. You don't have to just beat people out on prices. You just have to make someone feel comfortable and provide that good experience. And, you know, they'll choose you every time. You know, it's funny that we're even talking about the word experience, because I think that's that's a word we're, we're going to hear a lot in 2021, not just because we had experience.com on the show yesterday, but this client experience, experience, and as technology companies are talking about this, as you know, fintech, as lenders, as mortgage real estate, this experience that we're creating for our consumer, I think is so critical. And like you said, I have seen it time and time again. I have had clients, I may not have been able to get them the best rate, the lowest fees, but they still have used me in the past because they know without a shadow of a doubt, I'm going to be there time and time again to answer their questions, to pick up the phone call when they have a question about, oh, I just got you know my tax form from the state and I have no idea what this actually means. They know I'm there for them. They know that, again, that relationship that we have, I am the master of mortgage. I am that person that they, and again, but it goes back to what our conversation started as. You have to let people know. I see the biggest mistake I see people right now making is just not putting out the content to even get their name out there, to get your brand out there, to connect with your audience. Is that something you're seeing as well? Yeah. And I do see that. I think the problem is all these mortgage professionals, they, their pipelines are full, right? They're overwhelmed. It's busy season right now. There's so much business in the market that they don't have the time or they think they don't have the time to market themselves. But that's where all of the, this technology comes into play. Like you, there's such an opportunity right now to automate so many pieces of your business. There's no reason not to. So I think really like scaling down your business, first of all, simplifying it, and then the second step is saying, okay, what in my business can I give away to technology? What can I automate and take off my plate? And then the third thing is, okay, if I can't automate it, let's bring someone in to do those lower level tasks so that I'm focusing on my business as a whole and more of a, an umbrella approach, I guess you could say. So you're, you're strategizing, you're coming up with why am I in business rather than you know, doing the loans day to day and processing for yourself. Let other people take that for you. I love that you talk about technology as a resource, as a tool to help to make more, our process more efficient because that's yeah. really what it is. People talk about, oh, well, technology is going to take over us as, as originators, as you know, professionals. It never will. It's right. going to help us. And if we utilize it in the ways you're talking about, in the ways that the art of homeownership can help mortgage professionals, it takes some of those things away from you. It takes it off your plate. So it is automated. So yeah. it is like, so it's just going for you. So you don't have to worry about it as much. Yes. Does it still involve work? Of course it does. I, I tell people all this all the time when it comes to marketing, building your brand, building a successful business, you still have to be involved. You still have to do some work. The technology is there just to help it streamline it, to make it, to make it bigger, to make it better, make it stronger and more efficient. So I love this conversation. And again, I know that's what the art of homeownership really does. It plays to those strengths. It helps originators really become more efficient in those ways. Right. Because if you're sitting there, not one loan officer can sit there and provide as much value for their past clients as art of home ownership or any other, you know, you have to automate that stuff because that's yeah. just not, it's not worth your time. And I think especially tech stacks, like when you're in the process of originating, you have to have some sort of technology in there to take that off of your plate. 
Um, I think that's the biggest mistake. I would talk to a lot of brokers and loan officers trying to grow their business. And when I would ask about what processes they have in place, they're like, none. I don't, I just do it all myself. I'm like, well, that's your, you're not going to grow your business. If you're in the weeds on everything, you have to automate some of that and then start to hire more people. You have to get those processes in place first before you start growing your business. Yeah. And that's just it. And and that's, you t- you mentioned this earlier, is all of us are busy. Interest rates are at all time lows. If you're a mortgage professional right now, or even real estate, like your pipeline is just jam packed full. You have to be able to have these processes and these tools and systems in place to help you leverage your time. You're never going to get an extra hour out of the day. Technology though, they can actually, they can give you a little more time. You can hand things over to them. You mentioned tech stack. I've been, I've been naming almost more of an ecosystem these days, because as we see yeah. companies collaborate, as we see them start to integrate with each other. It's not so much a tech stack, but it's these it's these ecosystems that tech companies are creating to where the entire flow, the entire process is becoming more efficient, it's becoming simpler, and it's it's becoming much more user-friendly. Again, we, got, we go back to that client experience. It's becoming a much more enjoyable process. That homeowner journey is becoming simpler, it's becoming faster, and it's becoming more enjoyable. And that's what we need to create. We need to be those experts like you talked about. We need to be educating our borrowers, but at the same time, we need to create that that customer experience that is enjoyable. So when they do go, they, the last thing any of us want, Val, and you know this just as much as I do, and all of you watching d- does, if somebody has an experience with you that isn't awesome, like, man, it, it's hard to recover from that. You need to yeah. make sure that you ha- you create that experience right out the gate. Yeah. And I mean, twofold, if you, if someone does have a really good experience with you, the chances of them going and telling someone else are pretty high, just as high as they are if they had a bad experience with you. So making sure that you're following up again, creating that value. So if they say, wow, I learned this from my mortgage professional and they tell their friends about it, they're going to say, who are you working with? Give me their number. Like they're going to, that's going to spread and all of their network is going to know your business is going to take off. Ah, oh, see, I love that. And that's, that is the value of creating content. Because as you're creating content, you're creating value, you're educating those people. I love that, Val, because that's exactly what they're going to do. And is it going to happen all the time? I think it's wishful thinking to things like, oh my gosh, you know, I saw my mortgage professional's video and I'm going to go share it with the world. But hey, yeah. you know, maybe one out of the hundred of the people that saw it, maybe they share it on their Facebook page. And now you just leverage their entire audience. So that's the power of creating content. And I think that's the power that some people miss with social media is they think, like you said, I I cannot tell you how many times I hear, well, like, Josh, I just don't have time for it. If you're not creating time for it, then ultimately down the road, you will be replaced by somebody who is doing that. That's somebody that is willing to educate, that that is putting out content. And they're all... at one time or another, they're going to be in front of your audience creating that relationship. So Val, what you're talking about is just so critical. And I think so many people are missing it. But again, coming coming back full circle, that's what the art of homeownership is there to help with. It's there to help simplify and automate some of those processes. Right. Yeah. Because if you implement something like art of homeownership, the chances of someone not using you in the future are, it's not going to happen. If you're yeah. following up with them that much and giving them this much information on their home, you're going to be the one that they come back to when they're looking to refinance or, you know, buy a vacation home, anything. Oh, I see. I like that. They're going to now we actually were having this conversation earlier from a first time home buyer to somebody who's refinanced and bought a home to, as they continue to look to expand their portfolio, now they're going to be into real estate investing and you're going to be that trusted voice. They're going to turn to you. And even if you don't know real estate investing, you're that person that you created that relationship with that they're going to come back to just because again, they trust you. They can count on you. They have that loyalty to you. So 
with that, Val, I want to start wrapping things up. I want to thank you so much for joining us. We just posted the link below. If you guys have questions, if you have, if you want to get in touch with Val and the, uh, the team over at the Art of Homeownership, click the link below. You should get to know them. You should absolutely look at their processes and tools that they can help you implement and put into place. So like Val said, you can be more efficient. You can keep in touch with them. Your clients aren't going to go anywhere. You're staying in front. You're creating value. Right. You're going to be like, Val's amazing. She's always... <laughs> She's always she's always top of mind for me. I'm gonna reach out to her. So Val cannot thank you enough. I'm excited to see more of you as I can as you can. I'm excited. Let's put do out it. content. So I know we're gonna have you on the show again talking about this as things continue to develop, as things continue to change within our industry. And I'm very excited for you. I'm proud of you. I'm gonna say that, Val. I'm proud of you for putting yourself out there, for being one of the new faces in our industry. So excited to see what you continue to do within the mortgage industry. Yep. Excited to connect with everyone. Uh, Josh, thank you so much for having me on today. This was great. My pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, click the link below if you want to get to know Val and the Art of Homeownership more. And like we have been talking about, ladies and gentlemen, you have to start creating value. You have to start creating content so you yeah. can connect with your audience. They want to hear you. They want to get to know you. I promise they really do. You just have to be willing to take that next step and put out the content. With that, ladies and gentlemen, as always, we appreciate you. We love you. And now it's time for all of you to go shred, go show up, hustle repeat every day. Thanks, Val. Thanks, guys. See ya.